Hello and welcome to Shite and Sound, the podcast where two comedians watch one of the masterpieces of world cinema and then follow it up with a critically reviled film that is similar in some way. Maybe they share themes, plot, actors or director. We want to see if counterpointing these two films can bring out some new information or insights. On this episode, we watched number 35 on the Sighting Sound list, The General, Buster Keaton's Civil War train shenanigans comedy. Our second film this week is The Dictator, Larry Charles and Sasha Baron Cohen's political satire that is mainly just about jerking off. consider the general a comedy i thought thought it was when i was going in but there's not 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 a not a massive amount of jokes it, in it i i yeah i i i think there there are some great jokes in it i think uh him sitting forlorn on 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 the the thing that connects the train wheel and engine uh, uh and so he starts moving up and down is is maybe buster keaton's uh best piece of physical comedy but it's an action film right like i i, I guess yeah i i well I mean, no it, it's it, it is it, it it's it's 10 minutes of setup half an hour of chase 10 minutes of middle bit, another chase, and then a massive battle at the end. It, it's yeah. Mad Max, trainee road, um, except he's on a Morton Joe's side, <laughs> um, but he is only on a Morton Joe's side for a girl. Still, still, not, still not a good reason. Uh, I, okay, so Finn. Yes. You gave the ge- okay. I don't know how to start this, so I've got I've got you. You gave the general two and a half stars. I did. Yeah. Your two main criticisms being that uh, the 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 protagonist is on the side of the Confederates in the American Civil War, uh, and you say that as if that's an inherently bad thing, <laughs> uh, and, and you're right there. So I'm not going to debate with that. <laughs> Imagine though. Okay, Finn, sit down. It was all about states' rights. Hmm? Yeah. You wanna you wanna go a bit further on that? Yeah, it was about the 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 union, uh, uh them those Yankees. Them blue coated devils. Yeah, were were looking at the South and they didn't like that the South was prosperous, making loads of money and, and they were like, We have to stop that. And the South, well, they rose again multiple times, including having the presidency for, uh, uh, I mean, do we count the first Bush? Because otherwise, like, at least 12 years, depending on how you feel about Clinton. And, and so I think that they ultimately, I don't think you can look at the, the, the rise and success of, of Donald Trump and, and, and think that the, the Confederacy is inherently bad, you know? Because an idea will only survive that long if it's a good 
Yep. And it was just about states' rights. There's nothing else involved. They just want, you know, it's their land uh, uh, that they got totally legitimately uh, uh, at no cost to anyone else. And I don't see what's wrong with that. Okay, I, 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 I agree now. I'm going to go change the general to uh, a million stars. No, the, 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 I, uh, no I, I want to be clear. I, um, I, on no account <laughs> do you got to hand it to the Confederacy. Uh, uh, the, the state rights they were arguing for was the slavery. The state rights to humans. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think, on balance... I've I've really looked at both sides of the slavery issue. Yeah, yeah this, this this might be a hot take, but I believe it's a fundamental moral evil. <laughs> yeah, like maybe the single most obvious question of morality <laughs> in the history of the world. Uh, don't own other humans. It, it, it's that <laughs> or don't kill people, and I think they are kind. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'd say there are like more exceptions for when it's oh, okay to kill people than when it's okay to own people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, when, when I say don't kill people as a rule, yeah, uh, just be like don't do it for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, let's not act like dolphins. Um, <laughs> oh, dolphins probably keep slaves, right? That explains oh. porpoises. Are porpoises <laughs> just dolphin slaves? <laughs> One <laughs> second. Uh, 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 dolphins. Sorry. Uh, so I, I, I think this might be the like sort of technical question we're just going to like Google won't help you. I think this one you need to like Wolfram Alpha. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh yeah. It, it seems like the woke internet. Oh no. <laughs> What? Uh, there are, oh yeah, mainly the results are pe- like interesting scientific work and um, people directly equating the treatment of animals in Sea World to slavery. Right. <laughs> Which is like, like, not, I understand the argument, but yeah. also, n- no, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, we we got to save slavery uh, as an equivalent for the things that are actually slavery, like you know the prison industrial <laughs> complex and um, pretty much how capitalism operates. That I because I'm semi laughing, it sounds like I'm being flippant. No, like uh, uh, anyway, as we will learn later from the dictator, you can be flippant and making a serious and impactful political point at the same time. The, here is the thing, Finn. I agree with that statement <laughs> about the dictator, but sincerely, yeah, no, like, uh, uh, yeah. like sure, a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I, again, yeah, not, not eating. I'm not about to be like Finn. Listen to me, uh, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's performance in the dictator is is, is all time great, and he says things that no one else has ever said. But Things that I agree with. I but like the. Fi- I, we'll get to it anyway. No, the part I disagree with is that you you say that next to Sherlock Junior, the general looks bad, 
and yeah. I want you to uh, unpack that for me, and I'll just chuck out there. You like Orson Welles, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Do you trust his taste? Sometimes. Uh, well, so when he said that The General was probably the best film ever made, I just want you to keep that in mind as you argue that Sherlock Jr. is better. Uh, go. I mean, so I just found Sherlock Jr. to be uh, uh, to be uh, uh, a funnier comedy, a uh, more exciting action movie, and uh, a more romantic romance than... Than, than anything that happens in the general. Uh, I, like, ag- I agree the, the, with the, two the, of the, those. The, 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 the general has, like, has, you know, a, a bunch of, like, good, like, scenes and set pieces, but I, I ne- ne- never found it, pe- I never found it particularly thrilling, and the whole, the, like, Civil War has just broken out, and so everyone is getting cajoled and bullied into into joining the Confederate Army because it's the obvious right decision to make. And then the movie is all about him wanting to join the Confederate Army and trying to stop the and trying to stop the Union. And then it ends with him being made a lieutenant and then he's, you know, super happy because he's a because he's a fucking lieutenant of the Confederate Army now. But but okay, uh, I agree that it's not very, a very good comedy. Um, I, I don't think I think what jokes it has are funny. I do not think it has many jokes. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, and most of the jokes are in the in between bits, the non chat. You know, of this yeah. eighty minute film, the twenty minutes that aren't uh, a train shenanigans. Um. Oh, it's more like thirty minutes. But anyway, uh, uh, I didn't watch it with a stopwatch. Uh. And I agree that the fact that he is trying to join the Confederate, that this is a film essentially about someone who really wants to join the Confederacy. Yeah. Is, uh, I believe, to coin a phrase, not it, Chief. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that mitigates the Confederacy thing for me is that he is not doing it because he believes in the Confederacy. He's doing it because uh, he he fell in love with a girl. He fell in love once and almost completely. Uh, and she's in love with the world, open brackets, the Confederacy, close brackets. But sometimes the world, open brackets, the Confederacy, close brackets, can be so misleading. Um, and you can't, the- no, you can't just do that. You can't just, you can't just quote one Strive's lyrics as, like, 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 it's, like it's making your fucking point for you. No, uh, it, it wasn't. It, that, that, I, do, I do not think that that is making my point. That, what because, I mis- like, you, like you, you, using those specific lyrics make, makes it seem like it's a lot more like, crit- like critical about, about the idea of a confederacy than it actually is. Yes, I do not think that this film is as critical as it should be of confederacy, especially mm. with the incredibly damning fact that... Uh, uh, the, this is based on a real historical event uh, right. uh, and adapted from one of the people who was involved memoir and Buster Keaton was like, uh, well, Clay Bruckman found it and was like, this would make a good film. And Buster Keaton was like, yeah, but you know what would make this a great film? 
if we flipped it and the lead was a confederate uh, and, and that with the fact that there are f- like his family vaudeville group did blackface right. uh, Buston so, so, does so, not make well, me feel good when it comes so, to racial issues yeah so so like when this event actually happened it was a union soldier who went to get this train back uh, no, my understanding this is wikipedia knowledge but my okay. understanding is that it was the story was told from from the perspective of the people being chased right. as opposed to the the people chasing oh, okay. okay that that that's pretty much uh it 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 flipped villain and protagonist that's why i made right. the immortan joe equivalents at the beginning and to be clear uh, I do consider Immortan Joe as bad as the Confederacy. I know there are a lot of Joe heads who enjoy their cup of Joe, but I I, I simply do not think that Immortan Joe's uh, water distribution methods are optimal at this point. I think a lot of it is getting wasted. Anyway. So, yeah, so like... Uh, oh, no, can uh, I, uh, to, to finish my point, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, as much as you're right, just saying... Uh, the the thing that allows me to like this film as pro confederacy as it is uh, and and I'm the reason I'm stressing that is that I know what I'm about to say is not an intended reading but it is mm. it is my reading which is that this is all about a guy who just wants to be in the confederacy to get the girl uh, uh and, and that and that is the plot of the film he's yeah. like he meets up with the girl uh, uh her 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 brother comes and is like oh it's wartime i'm gonna join up and the dad is like yeah wartime i'm gonna go join up and, and then she turns to him and is like well you're gonna join up i'm not gonna date you if i don't see you in uniform and then it like and then essentially and then they won't let him into the Confederacy, which is uh, in this film bad, um, yeah, because he's more useful to them as a trained person. But of course, they they refuse to tell him this, and they just yeah. say no, scram. But that but that also leads us to to one of the great jokes, which is uh, him being like, "Oh, it must be," you know, he walks away. Ah, oh, it must be because I'm so short because he measures himself another guy, and then a yeah. um, person who's even shorter than him comes along, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just grabbing this guy who they found a man who seems to just be made of spaghetti, <laughs> um, and it's like, "What is this?" And he and anyway, um. And the, the 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 emotional resolution of the film uh, is at the end. Along the way, he has stolen a Confederate uniform so he can be in the battle, blah, blah, blah. The plot does not fucking matter. And then he finally gets back together with the girl. Um, uh, at the end, they've been, they've been together in the middle. It fucking doesn't matter. And she's like, oh, look at you, finally in uniform. And then the Confederate general comes along and takes it off him and he's like no because he won't be in the uniform he won't get the girl and then the confederate general is like no you get a better uniform because you massacred yeah you're a lieutenant now and to be clear the lieutenant bit of that i hate but (laughs) in my reading that moment is about him being like finally i can date a racist (laughs) and to be clear every man's dream and, and and none of that. I do not. This is not a good love story. Sherlock Jr. is absolute. Uh, 
t- ten times better a love story. But but that reading for me makes it acceptable for me <laughs> to enjoy what I think are the greatest sequences of action in all of cinema. Like that, the right. reason I love the general uh, is that I think that first train chase is um, the best action cinema ever made, and then the the second leading into the battle is one of the best battle scenes. I just think on a technical level. Do you know what I mean? Like that, my argument for it being good is not that it is morally good because it isn't. It's that it whips. And you just don't think it whips. Why doesn't, why doesn't it whip for you? I, I, I don't know. Just didn't, didn't find, I just, I just like never found it particularly exciting. There, there, there are like, there's like good stuff in some of the trains, but I don't know. I've seen the raid too. You know, this is, yeah, I would argue that the the intricacy of the sequence where he gets the cannon uh, and, and then he loads the cannon, but not enough. So it misfires. And so then he super fucking loads up the cannon, but uh, and sets the wick. And so it's counting down and but accidentally he's chained himself in a deaf single take uh, 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 to to the, the carriage in front of it uh, as the cannon drifts backwards pointing at him as he panics and panics and panics and scrambles and then gets just over it just as the train is turning uh, around like a weird S-bend so that it accidentally fires at the villainous unionists those <laughs> bastards who were like, we don't want them to own people. That's bad. <laughs> anyway, um, it is as intricate as well achieved. The amount of this film that that is him dodging on a real moving train, dodging along it, jumping yeah. between things uh, is incredible. And then yeah, like, no, like, like, that, 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 like all, all, all of the shots of him, like moving around the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like fantastic, but but like yep. it, in, in in that scene you mentioned, where he like where he like chains himself and the cannons just behind him, I just never never bought into the tension of that. Don't know what it is about the movie. It just it it did almost nothing for me on 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 that level. Uh, okay, uh, uh, you're wrong, but you know mm-hmm. I Maybe. it's the case of me being the only person who is right. <laughs> you know I don't really mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then but then to give you another angle, you know I fucking love them raids. You, yeah, yeah, like uh, this is not me being like actually the raid is not you know the, yeah, yeah, yeah the raid two is number two on the list of best <laughs> action. You know I'm arguing which is first or second here. Yeah. You know, um. Uh, with the third, of course, being oh, I was trying to think of a good deep pull for the third, but uh, children of men, maybe. Anyway, um, uh, uh, I don't know. So it's the, those cows at the beginning of Satan Tango—that's technically action, right? Um, so like, I, 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 after after the movie ended, I, I was like thinking a lot about why every movie that I've seen about the Civil War, apart from like Lincoln. It's yeah. it's from a perspective of, of of the Confederacy. Yeah, and and you're you counting know, Firefly and Serenity as part of that, right? Yeah, just add, yeah, yeah, Firefly's Confederate. 
And that's yeah, why yeah, I don't no. like it anymore. The, the, yeah. the, the logline pictures just, just, one yeah, of like, the confederacy just, were the good guys in space. Like, yeah, like yeah. Joss Whedon has explicitly said that yeah, it's, yeah. it's about the confederacy. Yeah, and, that's, and that is the worst thing he's ever done. Uh, maybe. Uh, oh no! Let me let me look it up. Let me. Oh, there's this blog post from uh, his wife. Just gonna have. No, that sounds. Oh, that sounds fine. Sounds fine. Uh, that that behaviour he demonstrated while working on explicitly feminist work. That yeah. Oh, yeah. But but so so yeah. I was, I was thinking about like why. Everything Sorry, T for tangent. Life. I just was really dwelling on the fact that Joss Whedon would boast about making women cry in the writer's room while working on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, that is such a definition of fucking horrific irony. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. would be like if if in the charmed writer's room, everyone in there who had a, 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 a sister was shamed <laughs> and made to shit themselves. Like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing you know anyway sorry you were saying or like in uh, in the early edition writer's room the head writer made everyone who read the newspaper cry <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing sorry but you were saying yeah so uh yeah so i was, I was thinking like what why why is everything what why is every movie about about the civil war pro confederacy and i realized it's because america is fundamentally broken and yeah, has yeah, never yeah. recovered from the civil war yes and and it, it is just like it has never been financially viable to make a pro-union civil war movie because people in the south will not go and watch it, but people in the north will go watch a pro-confederacy movie and be like, oh, what a what a what a what a fun little novelty. Yeah, but but like but like but, but yeah, like there, there is a vast majority, well, not majority, but there, there is like a vast number of people in that country who are still furious. Just like incandescent with rage that they yeah. do not have the ability to own people, and then and that they, they will just never be able to get over it. Yeah, and so, no. and so every movie made by the most powerful country on earth about the like single defining moral issue of of that country's history, like take, takes the side of the evil people. Yeah, and it's fucked. Uh, yeah, no, it, uh, the answer to why all films about the Civil War um, uh, 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 Confederate-adjacent or Confederate-friendly uh, is the same answer as to why did Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, uh, why was he called innocent? It is because America is a place founded on racist violence yeah. uh whose existence continues because of it and like we 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 are two white men in Aotearoa we are, we are two colonizers <laughs> um but like and like the the New Zealand wars were uh, horrific yeah but at least we're doing something we should be doing much more land back <laughs> on a tetility but like and, like you're absolutely right, and also the bit where he is on the cow catcher at the front, they've loosened two of the sleepers under the rails, and he grabs one and throws it at the other. Oh yeah, no, that gag's incredible. Uh, that, that, that is that is so good. That and like when he is taking over the train at the beginning of the second big train sequence, which is essentially him in one shot grabbing a piece of wood, 
stepping up, snapping the piece of wood, using one to smack a guy off while with his other leg kicking the guy behind him off and using the other piece of wood to start the engine is better than anything Eco Oase does in the raid two, <laughs> and and again to be clear, yeah, yeah. that is me debating which is number one and number two, and as much as that final battle. The, the one that starts with the train actually crashing, the most expensive shot in all of silent cinema, possibly all of cinema, uh, uh, which is uh, Buster Keaton doing s- slapstick antics to kill the union, <laughs> um, including like he, he accidentally breaks a sword and it stabs someone through the spine. <laughs> but like the, the, the wide shots of that, he has this incredible him and Bruckman who sorry I don't know what that noise was that was a very troubling thing that was like a hiccup and a sneeze at the same time anyway uh, yeah Bruckman Clyde Bruckman who he wrote and directed this with um, the the sense of picture uh, uh, of these wide incredibly geometric shots of of this river with the now crashed train in it and these hundreds of people and explosions in the air and then cutting to people coming through the trees with these god rays firing at each other is i just think I like it just fucking like I just think it's exquisite. I think it is him taking his mastery of physical comedy of which Sherlock Jr. is much better uh, in, in terms of his comedies like like the 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 intercutting between films bit like you can't better that, you know, no. and if you better that, it's probably Charlie getting caught in the cogs machine in modern times you know yeah, yeah. or or uh general al-hadine um <laughs> shitting himself so he can use a zip line yeah, it's, it's, yeah no it's those pretty, are the it's three pretty, it's pretty pretty funny when he did that his first he took <sighs> like a thing out of his pocket which is like a can of uh can of like coconut water yeah as much, potassium, as much yeah, potassium as, as three bananas. Three bananas. Uh, yeah, so he's like, I was carrying on his coconut water with me. Yeah. And then they still needed to drop more weight, so he uh, pulled out three bananas from his pocket. And then Jason Manzukas was like, why do you have three bananas if you had the coconut water? And he's like, oh, because I don't always believe the labels. And then he dropped bananas. And then and then he's like, oh, I still need to drop more stuff. And so he like reached into his pocket and he had a brick. And... Like, oh, why do you have a brick? And he's like, well, I have this brick to balance out the other brick. And Jason Manzuk is like, you got two bricks. <laughs> and that's kind of funny. Uh, and, <laughs> and, but then he had to shit himself. Yeah. And then I, he, like, killed someone with his with his uh, constipated shit. I, I do think, like, Jason Manzukas is a uh, comedy all-star. Absolutely. He, he brightens up everything he is in, including the general. But putting him the, in the, films the in New York... Oh, yeah, in The Dictator. Uh, 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 but putting him in a film set in, or, or at least filmed in New York, uh, uh, is inviting the audience to want him to just say TikTok, Mr. Wick. <laughs> and, and the fact that he doesn't say that once in The Dictator yeah, re- is a real. Mar- <laughs> well, it just doesn't. When. 
when you train the audience to expect something, you should deliver on it. And yeah. I'm I, I I remain furious that the dictator did not predict Jason Manzuka saying TikTok, Mister Wick. Anyway, but luck- luckily next year we'll have John Wick Chapter Four, where I think he's like fifth build or something, and so oh, he'll, yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah. he'll he'll get to say it a lot. Imagine if that's his only line, but like <laughs> like a Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> TikTok, oh, Mister Wick, <laughs> and then so it ends good. with like, "We're gonna need something to control when this explosion occurs." And he goes, "TikTok, Mister Wick," and John Wick goes, "Stop, say that again." I've just remembered clocks exist, <laughs> and it's all—it's oh no, he would remember a wick exists anyway. <laughs> Both things uh, that that control when a, a bomb goes off yeah it, it like anyway the general to me is, is so s- the 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 action in this film especially that first chase is is just one of those things that's so it feels so self-evidently excellent uh and is it's one of those things where i'm like do you know what would have made this better if people hadn't been injured on set, you know, if uh, uh, if this hadn't actually cost uh, lots of uh, money and medical expenses, that that would have been real. I would have really liked that, you know. Yeah. Um. That yeah, arguing against it is not that great. I, it doesn't make sense to me, but I am also aware that that's my perspective, and I can also totally understand why. If it's not that for you. You you would be like all you could look at is that this is a guy who's so horny he wants to join the Confederacy. Yeah. Um. And like I, I was I was really wanting to I was really wanting to love this because I I've I've loved all the other silent comedies we 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 have watched yeah. so far and I like I I'm a I'm a big fan of 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 silent cinema and seeing Sherlock Junior whenever we saw Sherlock Junior. I was like, yeah, shit. There was like, there was like, yeah. people still haven't done anything better than this. This is this is incredible. Mm. And, and and then seeing a movie which is like, even though, yeah, it, it's like it, it is not really a comedy. It is still like people still talk about it like it's a comedy. Like, well, and it was sold as a comedy, and yeah. like, like me, like. When I say I like I like this as an action film, not a comedy. That is me being like they kind of failed at making a comedy, but succeeded at making an action film. I'm, right, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I think they were trying to make a comedy and missed, as opposed to like you know like right, I, yeah. almost all of the things I love about this film, which is a lot of it, except for the plot, <laughs> and and uh, you know anyway, um, it is me reading it rather than what it is saying yeah i just i just can't get over the confederacy stuff it just always bums me out so much in movies and yeah yeah everything else good this movie was doing i can't get to that stuff because i'm just like i want this character like the the like every time the the like the bad guys start like trying to burn down the train tracks or or like or like cut the communication wires or shoot at him. I was like, good. I hope I'll succeed. <laughs> yeah. 
like, and, 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 and it's not even just like 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 it, it, it's not even just just like a thing of like oh well you know when you, when you think about it they're, they're the good guys so I want them to win but like I I never found Johnny Gray interesting enough as a character that I cared about him living particularly yeah well and because Keaton doesn't play characters like Keaton is uh, an incredible body like yeah. Buster Keaton's brilliant like the thing that 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 puts him over Chaplin probably in terms of being an on-screen talent um at least for me it is is like Chaplin is obviously better at playing characters because he essentially played one character and got really good at it whereas like Keaton I don't think there's anyone who has ever been on film who better understands how to be a body on film. Like, like when you read people's tributes to him, they're not like, look at the depth of emotion. They're like, no, he is really good at adding little bits of nuance to one expression to give a character arc. But his real skill is like when he is on top of the general, which is the name of the train, which we have not maybe mentioned, we should say. Um, And he is leaning forward to look. He knows the precise right angle to put his body at to sell the motion and everything like he like he more than anyone else kind of understands the human body as a graphic element in a picture. And like what the 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 match cut montage through films in 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 Sherlock Junior proves that as well, you know. Yeah. Um. And so that is, and that's where I think his success is, and that's, and this is where I think he best applies it to other people. Like he is, um, in the, in the team of evil unionists. You know the the those those bastard Yankees and their obsessive need for people to have their own lives. Um, uh, uh, each member of that squad has its own. Uh, it's a suicide squad, so S W S K W A D. Um, uh, it ha- has their own physicality and own shape, and so as they split up and regroup, you can always track them. And, like, this is the last thing I will say in defense of this film is that I think this is the silent film that you could cut the intertitles out of and still follow it. Like, it it is, he is so good at visual storytelling, him and Bruckman. Um, It just sucks the story they're telling in it, you know? Yeah. But you haven't really quite explained to me still. So I think I think the key thing you might be bouncing off is your anti-train agenda. Well, here, 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 here's the thing, Yufa. If, 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 if I was so anti-train, then why am I so excited for Timo Chodanto's remake, uh, his English language remake of Train to Busan? Uh, because there's something fundamentally wrong with you uh, and that that is a bad idea. It's a bad idea to remake Train to Busan when Train uh, no, to okay. Busan already exists. No, uh, okay, here's the thing. 
yes, it is a bad idea to remake Train to Busan. It is a good idea to have the person remaking it be Timo Chojanto and the producer be James Wan. Uh, yeah, like obviously we live in a world uh, where no original films can exist. Yeah. Where, where people coming up with a new story is, is absolutely unacceptable. And so we are stuck with like uh, colourful man punches a coded ethnic minority um, remake of film that was, I guess, fine in the 90s. And, um, you know, up-and-coming Twitter comedian acts all awkward, surrounded by better actors um, for, for 70 minutes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's got it's got Fred Millimeter in it from the from the, the from 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 the from a dictator and one division. It's Fred Millimeter and one division. <laughs> yep. Oh, Fred, pretty. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he's got to get paid, don't he? When Toblowski says no, you get Millimeter. It's the rules. <laughs> I'm just uh, sad. It was no place for him in the tragedy of Macbeth. You see that that, that that interview a while ago uh, uh, with 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 Jill Cohen, where uh, um, okay, yeah. So uh, uh, this is an interview in Deadline. The, the name of the interviewer is not given; it just says Deadline. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm no Shakespearean scholar, but I looked this up on Wikipedia and saw that Lord Macbeth was 52 when he died. Denzel Washington is 66. Jill Cohen. Interesting. And then the next question was, I'm no Shakespeare scholar, but I looked it up. And in Scotland in the 1300s, uh, trees couldn't move and magic did not yet exist. So uh, you chose to include the moving forest and, well, of course, the three witches. <laughs> now, now, look, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an ethnographer. But uh, weren't there uh, decidedly fewer African Americans in, uh, in 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 medieval Scotland than than you were making out in your film, Joel Cohen? Well, since Amer- Joel Cohen, why cast an African American when America did not yet really exist? So only the African part could be true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, it is a real problem that, uh, the education system has been so thoroughly devalued and underfunded globally since the eighties. And that now there are a lot of people out there who are genuinely, uh, head empty morons and, and are put in positions to just express publicly how fucking dumb they are uh, on that front here is a one star review of the general uh, on letterboxd.com the social media platform this is by John Foreman Him. <clears throat> to call this movie tedious is to give it too much credit Summed up, it consists of a generic love story where the protagonist is deemed unworthy and then proves himself to his lady. Proceed to fill in over an hour of various train chases at 10 miles an hour and people repeatedly falling down and you have the general. Like, you're not wrong, except, like, a thing I would stress is that 
Kate, Keaton and Bruckman shoot so much of this stuff on trains in ways that give it a real sense of speed. Yeah. They do real smart things with the angles they choose, shooting from other moving objects, how they pick parallax so it is always really, really apparent that it's not just back projection. But also, you're not. John isn't wrong there. Where the wrong starts is with this following bit. <laughs> Great. Physical comedy can be enjoyable <laughs> if done right. <laughs> The general fails to do it right. The attempted humor is best equated to an Adam Sandler movie with fewer groin hits. Uh, no. Uh, uh, get your eyes checked. Uh, do you and want to? I, 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 I just, I just, like, I, I didn't particularly like the general, but I don't know how you, I, I, I don't know how you get to that. That, 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 that is, like, it, it, it just, uh, its problem is, it, what jokes it has, it lands. The problem is, is that it doesn't have many. Yeah. But, like, there has never been a, like, a bit of physical comedy in an Adam Sandler movie that is as inspired as him with, 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 the, with, the, with the two, like, with, 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 with the two giant logs. And using one of them to like, like, ch- like chucking one at the other to to like le- to like leave it out of the track. That's an incredible joke. Or him with the two kids following him to his 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 uh, his, his girlfriend's house, and they're walking in a very precise line, and she joins them, and they make weird shapes, like, or him measuring self against other people. But anyway. There, there is a statement of debate. The next one reveals a real look into a mind of someone who does not, I think, understand comedy at all. Fantastic. <clears throat> if you can genuinely find someone getting knocked to the ground funny, then more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, <laughs> do you not? Oh that, that's, that's, that's what all comedy is. <laughs> like, kind of like... <laughs> I could see an argument that, yeah. like, like slapstick comedy is like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure if you asked like Mel Brooks, what, what, what the like quintessence of comedy is, you'd be like, oh, it's people falling over. Well, uh, Mel Brooks, uh, another person who fucking loves the general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, and, I'm, I'm sure he does. Uh, yeah. Well, Mel Brooks was always strongly pro-Confederate. If you look yeah. at his work, there's not a sense of uh, coastal elitism to it at all. Uh, uh, Blazing Saddles is nothing but a thorough endorsement of flyover America. Um <clears throat> Given that physical comedy is the main point to the movie, it's repetitive as all hell and because incredibly predictable. (sighs) Given that it is a silent film, obviously narrative isn't going to be a focal point. Uh, There are many incredibly narrative silent films. This is not one of them. Uh, Get fucked. But routinely, the plot is driven along through irritating coincidence. I, I think... Uh, that the rejection of coincidence as a storytelling mechanism uh, is people being raised wrong. 
Yeah. Um, Johnny, the protagonist, gets trapped behind enemy lines and being hungry, he breaks into a house for some reason. It's the same house the enemy generals are meeting in to discuss their plans for some reason. because this movie is 80 minutes long. Yeah, and it, like... It, it's it's like you can say what you want about this movie. It is incredibly efficient, and it's it, not it, like it, there it, are forty other it houses. Out. It's not a yeah. house in a village. It's a house in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. not there, there's nothing in it to make you be like. It never gives you a moment or enough information for you to be like, ah, that doesn't quite work. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason his girlfriend is being held hostage in. Contrivances like that are amateur hour. No, no John Foreman uh, uh, going ding in cinema sensing stories for, you know, uh, telling themselves is, <laughs> is amateur hour. Stylistically, it's what you would expect from a 90s, 1920s movie. The fact that this film was a uh, massive box office bomb, uh, critically derided, and was the beginning of the end for Keaton. He went to MGM, which is the beginning of the end. He lost all creative freedom and uh, uh, proves that to be wrong. Well, because he says this is except worst. Except worse, the best shot in the film is wholly by accident. Yeah, this is a film where it looks like they were real run and gunning, right? Just shooting from the hip. Uh, I mean, they only shot half a million miles of film, which was a record at the time. It's that of a train on a bridge over water. The train casts its reflection on the water towards the end of the bridge, but the bottom of the shot cuts it, cuts it off because the top third of the frame is blank sky. Move the camera down a little bit to get some aesthetic in your film. Uh, <laughs> John, move your head down a little to suck your own dick to get some fucking thoughts in your film otherwise prepare to watch the same couple of trains against generic countryside nothing of note here like nah eh yeah (laughs) right there's just just nah anyway uh, people have spoken about this film and how it deliberately invokes uh, a civil war era photographer um uh, whose name I can't remember, which is about uh, this blunt- Ma- Matthew Brady. Yeah, this, this blunt directness uh, and the sense of, oh, wait, there's a lot of symmetry or clear rule of thirds compositions in it, in a way where you always need nowhere to look and you can always track action, which when you're dealing with things as hectic as like the geography of a train chase yeah. is, is no small feat. Um, so something of note there, I guess, is what I'm saying. Uh, everyone, everybody jerks this thing off because the stunts and Ebert says it's a masterpiece. It isn't. This makes the room look nuanced. I'm not sure which is more sad, that people think this is actually funny or that so many people pretend to enjoy it because somebody told them they should. Uh, yeah. Uh. That that sucks, eh? <laughs> like, what the fuck's he going on about? <laughs> and, and do you want to know what makes it worse? Sure. John Foreman's top four is the top four of someone with taste. Um, I have not seen one of these films, but the other three could very easily be in my top four. Right. And that makes me doubt 
that I like things that people couldn't misinterpret. Uh, uh, one has a title I'm always mispronouncing, and you have every time I do it, it annoys you, and you go to correct me. Uh, position. No, no, that that's no. It is. It is. It's not that. It is. Uh, hmm. It's not possession. It, thematically, it's similar to possession, but in no other way. Uh, it stars a fish. Stars a fish. Okay. Uh, that's one of my slant cues. I'm having to check if Linda Cardellini is in it, but uh, she is not. Uh, it's 2008 directorial debut of a screenwriter, of a noted screenwriter. Hmm. Tom um, Noonan is in it. Oh, oh, oh right, it, it, right. Okay, yeah, it is. It is Synecdoche, New York. Fucking love that film. A, yeah. a film of a uh, 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 intricate, brilliant. It's got it's got such shape and such feeling to it, and the very idea that someone who can look at that film and find something good in it can look at the general and think it's generic uh, breaks my heart. Not as much as the next one. Uh, it is uh, a South Korean film. Uh, and what what is the South Korean film, you think? Parasite. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, this is like, this is what, like, it is, like, Parasite, obviously, uh, Incroyable, but we're not, we're not, we're not clanging cymbal, banging gong, banging bong. Sorry, um, we're we're visiting the park, <laughs> which uh, is the is most. It, old, it is old, old boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, 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 I, I was just uh, the, the reason I kept talking. I was, I was just like saying that it was directed by someone with the family name Park. <laughs> is the least useful clue about a South Korean film ever made. <laughs> like, half the population, I believe, are parks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, the next one is... Uh, oh, it's it's very good. Everyone likes it. Um, uh, it is probably technically a film noir, uh, but not really. It also has the fish in it, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's who the fish I was talking about before. Oh, okay. I, 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 I oh, cause his, cause his initials are PSH. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's a fish. Oh, yeah. N- never heard anyone call him that before. <laughs> I've definitely done it. I've definitely mm. done that before. Uh, Jesus is also in this film. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's his face? The, 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 the 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 QAnon guy from Personal No 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 the Jesus He's in oh. this one. Oh to John, John Turturro. Yeah. He plays right. the Jesus in this, yeah. Oh so it's 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 Big Lebowski? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the Big okay. Lebowski. Right, okay. <laughs> We we got there. I, I, it was either that or talking about how Flea has maybe the best run of films ever, <laughs> uh, and, and is like Flea is a good guy, right? Flea seems like a good dude. It, it, it seems like it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a great video I saw online a few years ago of of uh, of of of, uh, of 
of him doing a uh, of him doing a solo concert where it's him improvising on bass and trumpet with, 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 with like looping pedals. Holy shit! It is super good. I, I yeah, yeah. No, I just love that guy. Um, <clears throat> uh, the next one is uh, a film I have not seen. It's a film I want to see. I wonder if you have seen it. You have. S- you have seen it, yes. Okay. Um, it, it is a 2009 film. Okay. Uh, Michael T. Williamson is in it. Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump and uh, Heat. Is it yeah. Heat? Yeah, yes. He, it's Heat he is in. Yeah. Um, I always forget uh, if he's in the team in Heat or Miami Vice. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. No, he, 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 he's, he's, he's one of the cops in Heat. Uh. It is. This oh, is one. Wait, of, no, no. Wait, wait. Right. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he, yeah. He's 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 a cop in Heat, and then the the. I mean, it's it's Dennis Haysbert who's one of the who's one of the thieves in Heat. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, this is a a throwback film, uh, a deliberate, a Tarantino style revisiting of a formerly big grindhouse genre. Oh. My, Michael T. Williamson. Arsenio Hall is in it. Became Woodbine. Michael J. White. Oh, oh, it, it is Black Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. How is that? It's it's so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it is. It is like one one of the best comedies of that decade. My, 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 Michael J. White is like a, is as well as being an incredible like martial arts star. Yeah, is. Is so fucking funny. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I've only not seen it because uh, I haven't got round to it, uh, and I, I am excited to add it to the list. But isn't it heartbreaking that top four from someone who is just so wrong? You know, it's like finding out that your ex exclusively like dates goats. Now <laughs> you're like, really? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Come on. Um. Oh. Now, did 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 you did you just say that because you you recently watched a movie about a person who is a, 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 a who was a, a who was aroused by goats? I mean, I wouldn't say that the film is about that character. No, no, he's he's the main character. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your reading of this film of this character who I think appears in four scenes, five if you count a uh, hilarious Ghostbusters-style blowjob joke in the end credits. <laughs> oh, that is so... Yeah, Bustin makes me feel good. Um, no, but before we get to that, Finn Nicholas, the general, is it shy or sound? Uh, look. I'm going... I'm gonna have to do it. Oh, okay. Do it. Be brave. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say the general is uh, shite. Yeah. No. Like it. It is. It's broken. Like finding a negative review of it that wasn't people just understandably like finding a negative review of Psycho yeah. uh, is hard because it's so many people making the absolute justifiable point in both cases. One is that it's transphobic and the other in the general's cases that it's pro Confederate. And like, you can't argue like, yeah, 
Yeah, I like I the the reason I like this film is because of its action, which I don't think anyone has really bettered, mm. uh, and that's why I call it sound. But it is like it, it, the action is sound enough to cover all the shite parts. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, where is it on your list of all the films we've watched? Uh, it is at number eighty six. In between Slumdog Millionaire and Kit Kitridge, an American girl. Uh, I think we possibly have our biggest gap because <laughs> I have it at number 11 between <laughs> Suspiria 2018 and Fanny and Alexander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that is almost definitely our biggest gap. But, like, I. W- I want to be clear I am defending the action and craft yeah. of this film. Uh, like Buster Keaton uh, worked for a long time with Fatty Arbuckle he w- was horrible to people and I am choosing that this is one of the times where I can say that the author is dead right yeah a- and other people are equally free to not make that choice uh, it just it, Buster makes me feel good um, and oh, there, there's one bit where they're outside in a storm and there's a lightning strike, which is just them drawing on the film, uh, which causes some, uh, a tree to fall and blow smoke into the air, which is uh, the best lightning ever captured on film, uh, uh, even though it wasn't captured on the film. So, Finn. Yes. Uh, you've always really loved the work of Sasha Baron Cohen from yep. uh, Ali G into House on on up, and, and so yeah, what? and that's and that's why last night I decided to watch one of his movies for the first time. Yeah, uh, Bruno, uh, that was a chaser <laughs> to uh, the Dictator, a film from from what you've said to me, you've seen a hundred dozens or hundreds of of times your 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 dvd of it is now technically a record so worn yeah, are the uh, grooves uh, by the laser yeah i i yeah so the, 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 this, this, this movie is called the dictator but i also refer to it just in my daily life as the dictator because it dictates me how i live my life <laughs> okay uh give me some examples of how that that occurs in in your day-to-day finn well, uh, I can't hold down a job because I'm constantly getting fired for sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's mainly how it manifests, actually. That, yeah. that's, that's, uh. So, uh, what, you, you pitched this pairing. Yeah. And it is largely a title-based one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's, main, it's mainly that. I, 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 was under, I was under the very mistaken assumption that uh, Buster Keys in the general would actually be playing a general. And it uh, wouldn't yeah. just be the name of his train. Like, r- r- like if, if we are comparing this to a movie by a silent comedy star, this is much more like The Great Dictator than, than, yeah. than, than it is like any of like Keaton's work. But putting this up against The Great Dictator would be a Van Sant versus Hitchcock psycho situation where you're just like, uh, yeah, the original clearly does it much better uh, yeah. on every front. There, there is really no argument to be made. Here's my argument. Uh, yeah. in, uh, uh, so uh, the 
the great dictator, uh, you know, uh, re- revered as it may be, uh, does not have uh, uh, d- d- does not have a large breasted porn star busty heart as uh, as a uh, uh, as a uh, uh, as, as a guard slash assassin who kills people with her breasts. Uh, and, and even if Chaplin had cast her, uh, he wouldn't. She wasn't young enough for him. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have been brave enough to have a scene where the lead character drowns her and then celebrates her death uh, as textbook, right? Yeah, as just a, a perfectly a perfectly executed drowning. <laughs> so a lot of films. There, there is. There's a lot of a part of the 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 the, the ignoramai and Philistines, uh, um, uh, believing that they have genuine thoughts about film, uh, mm. when when in fact they are just grasping towards the things that make them feel nice and trying to fathom meaning into them and, and thinking that that makes film important, uh, like uh, ma- makes that's what makes film film, you know, coincidence, being bad, etc. A key thing they say is that every lead character has to be likable. Um, there, there's a lot of like, oh, your protagonist has to be likable, which is no, uh, fundamentally they've, they've, wrong. They've got, they've got to, they've got to save the cat. Yeah, just a, and just a, a, some someone who someone who watched Aliens poorly and then decided uh, someone who watched Alien poorly and then decided to write a book about it. And the the real key thing I think is, is that like obviously. Um, characters in films do not have to be relatable or no. um, nice or interesting. No, 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 no. They do okay. have to be interesting. Sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They don't. Ha- they they don't have to be nice. You don't have to like them. Uh, you don't even have to be entertained by them. You have to be interested by them or understand them. Yeah. Uh, and this and Sasha Baron Cohen in playing. Uh, uh, what's his name? Admiral Al-Hadeen. The full name of the character is Admiral General Hafaz Al-Hadeen. Uh, and, he also goes by the name Alison Burgers. Yeah, and, and at the end he becomes Admiral General Prime Minister Al-Hadeen. Yeah. Um, uh, because, and so Sasha Baron Cohen was like, I want to make a film with the least likable protagonist of all time. I yeah. want the recurring joke of this character to be his perpetual references to how he is a genocidal rapist uh, who loves oppressing people. Uh, and But I want to take that character and put them into a by-the-numbers <laughs> romantic comedy. <laughs> And, and like I like here is the thing is the dictator good no no did I accidentally watch the extended cut which is 15 minutes longer yes I did yeah I didn't know about the bricks I watched the shorter version <laughs> uh, um, and it is but do I like it yes <laughs> because 
this is a film where he is clearly being like, do you know what would be fucking funny? <laughs> if I had a film that was all like, uh, romantic comedy, but the big declaration of love at the end is a dictator being like, I will make my country democratic. And then you cut to him rigging the election, <laughs> but she still loves him. <laughs> and then he's like, oh no, we need to execute my wife because she is a Jew. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, no, like it is actually a good idea to, to mark because I, yeah, I no, think the, 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 like, the, the like, thing that I actually enjoyed about this movie is that it gets, is that like it commits to being fucking deranged, which, mm. which like most comedies these days like play it so fucking safe. Yeah. And, and like, and like the, 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 the dictator, I think misses more than it hits. But yeah, but like, on a the, joke to joke level, yeah. definitely yes. Yeah, but, but like there are points of this movie where they, they go so much bigger and so much further than any other than any other like mainstream comedies would. Like there is a joke where there where there is a there is a joke where Sasha Baron Cohen uh, needs uh, needs a new beard. Yeah, and he doesn't want to. And he 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 doesn't want he doesn't want a fake beard. Yeah. Doesn't look fake. He wants to. He wants a real beard. And so he goes to the funeral of of an elder of an elderly black man, uh, and uh, and and is going to have his 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 crony Jason Manzukis uh, sh- shave shave off this guy's beard. But then, uh, but then, like uh, people at the funeral parlor start to realize that something's going on, and so they just cut. The, so they just cut this. They just cut no. his head off and run away with it. And then no, the next you, five. Mo- you skipped oh, yeah. maybe my favorite joke in the film, <laughs> which is that they go in, they block the doors, and then yeah. someone knocks on the door and says, "What are you doing in there?" <laughs> when they're in a room with a dead body, yeah. and he calls back, "I'm masturbating." <laughs> Yeah, and they cut this guy's head off, and then they 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 run away with it. And then the next five minutes is 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 just Jason Manzoukas trying to go about his daily life, and then Sasha Baron Cohen just using this man's this, this man's like yeah. th- this man's decapitated hair as a puppet to fuck with his friend, <laughs> like jump, like just jumping at him in the shower. Yeah. It is ah. Uh. I it is yeah no like on a joke to joke level this this film fails it, it makes you really realize how the the success of both Borat and Borat Two and LEG on television is how Sasha Baron Cohen can co- can use his incredibly broad characters to reveal that in equally broad people exist in the real world and, yeah. and that when like, he's uh, just uh, left on his own to make jokes they're they're often <laughs> just kind of route one entry level jokes yeah but, I, I i i was i was i was expecting this movie to be like what i know like the boring movies and bruno are which is like him interacting with real people i thought it i i thought it was that too i thought that because i knew the plot yeah. The plot is, there's a dictator, he has to go talk to the UN, 
Ben Kingsley uh, uh, hires John C. Riley to try and kill him in in the best scene in the film. (laughs) They they bicker about torture implements, such Baron Cohen and and John C. Riley, and they talk about Billy Elliot, but they bicker about it. And very quickly, the game becomes they are bickering like a couple. Uh, uh, talk, having uh, uh, a nagging talk about their relationship. It's like, do you want me to say, do you want me to be honest about your torture implements or do you just want praise? Yeah. Is, is that what you want? No, it would just be nice to feel appreciated. And it's like, oh, well, look, yeah, someone's got a friend in Syria with their flamethrower. <laughs> you know they have a new model, though. And he's like, oh, God, can you just let me? Anyway, um, uh, 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 John C. Riley uncredited there, uh, uh, presumably because he wants to keep his powder fresh for only being credited in Master's Piece like uh, Holmes and Watson. I believe he was in this the same year he was in Wendy's Talk About Kevin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two equally good films. Um, two films that both I kind of equally hold the weight of horrific events quite well oh uh, no but- sorry uh, 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 the, uh, the, 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 the dictator was the year after we need to talk about Kevin the um, the other two movies that, that John C. Riley was in, uh, in, in in 2012 so it was, it was the dictator it yep. was Tim, it was Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie I and it was not Rick Ralph. Seen that. okay I, I I've not seen Tim and Eric's no, movie. No, neither. Uh, I I know that Roger Ebert fucking hated it. I mean, that's a success. Like you yeah. not liking someone reading the scam scum manifesto yeah. being a success for the scum manifesto. Uh, Roger Ebert not liking Tim and Eric's film is the best review it could possibly get. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, John C. Riley's uh, attempted kidnapping and murder uh, of him goes wrong but he is now so he's now trapped in New York concrete jungle where dreams are made of um, uh, uh, without his beard uh, and I and you know hijinks ensue and I was sure that that section of the film was him interacting with real people like I have pictures in my head of seeing bits like that in the trailer yeah. but it's not it's it's him pranking around with Anna Ferris playing a you know gr- granola munching unshaven armpitted uh hippie yeah who's also just really happy to work for the UN, which I just don't buy for her. But anyway, that's the one thing about this character who eventually falls in love and accepts a military dictator as her partner. That's the one bit about her I don't buy. Um, But, like, the reason I like this film without thinking it's good, I think is a context thing. And that is that I saw it after watching, I watched it after the general, obviously, uh, on the on the day Kyle Rittenhouse, as we've mentioned, was uh, declared innocent of the yeah. murders. We have all seen him perform on, on the basis of that, you know, the fact that after he had shot and killed two people, someone dared to point a gun at him. Uh, with that context, watching The General, which is uh, a film 
that that is all about how well a power mad dictator would thrive in modern America uh, uh, without having to alter his behavior in any way. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was like, yeah, no, no, no. This this film gets it. I, I like, and my big fear for this film was that it was going to be racist. Yeah, uh, and, and it is racist, but the race it it is against is power mad dictators. <laughs> the people who should be offended by this film are Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or you know Donald Trump. Like there, are, like he is so clearly all the details of him are so specifically cherry picked from. Hussein, Idi Amin, people like that. People who I think I'm going to go out there and say it's okay to mock. Where do you, you're also a comedian. Do you think it's okay to make fun of uh, (laughs) dictators and despots? Yeah, well, one of my favorite uh, first wave LA punk bands, uh, Black Rainy and the Metro Squad. Uh, 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 Every time you say a band you like, I am 50 50 on whether you're just making up the name. So, so okay, so here, here here's the thing. It's a band called Black Randy and the Metro Squad. They're, they're, they're so one Black of, Randy and the Metro Squad. Yeah, Black okay, Black Randy yeah. and the Metro Squad. That they, uh, they, they 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 released one album, and that album is called Pass the Dust. I think I'm Bowie. <laughs> it's like fucking. What 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 are the best album names? Yeah, hooray! But yeah, so Black Randy was like he was like one of the original. I've got a real like twisted sense of humor, guys. Oh yeah, twisted. Like he, he's got songs like "I Want to Be a Narc" about how he wants to be a narc. Oh. Uh, he's got a song called "A Sperm Bank Baby" about how he's a sperm bank baby. Oh, and he's, nice. got a, he's got a song about Idi Amin called Idi Amin, where the, the, the opening lines are Idi 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 Amin Idi 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 Amin. Uh, the uh, the uh, 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 the the uh, the panda from Uganda. He's my teddy bear. They say mean things about him, but I don't care. <laughs> Just a bunch of, bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, and like that—that's kind like this film goes all in on what if you put a dictator in America in an American film, how much would change very little. (laughs) And you would also just get to make loads and loads of jokes (laughs) about how horrific both sides are. And then like, obviously end like both the best and worst part of the film uh, is that at the end he goes, look, we dictatorships are te- are great. America, you should consider not being a democracy and become a dictatorship because that way 1% of the population could control all the money. The media could blah, blah, blah. And it lists all these things that are true about America where you're like, yeah. I get it. But also like, I just watched one of America's greatest films <laughs> And it is about how, like, the Confederacy has the hottest babes <laughs> uh, and uh, the the people who were like, fuck slavery, were so dumb that Buster Keaton could slapstick them <laughs> to death. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, a- actually, guess what? Like, America should be told, like, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, actually. Yeah, like, that, 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 that's, yeah. that's, like, the thing about, about, about Sasha Baron Cohen is that, like, you can like or not like his jokes you know it, it, his his style is not really for me 
fully and like uh, I, I think I'll probably never watch the Borat movies just because I, I I don't think I'll be able to handle seeing that character interacting with real people yeah no but, those, but, those, but, those but, films like, would kill you uh, yeah if you, but, 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 you but, cannot like, deal with cringe comedy yeah those no. yeah those like, would be cyanide to you. What's I trying to watch? Uh, I, like I, I, I watched a drag, drag me to hell, the, the the Sam Raimi movie the other day, and there were like there, there were like three scenes where where Alison Lomond has like mildly uncomfortable interactions with people, and I had to like pause the movie for half an hour each time, and just like couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. But, 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 but like, but, but, but like Sasha Baron Cohen, I think for the, for the most part, like gets it. Yeah, like, no, he's like he, in, 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 in this in this movie. There's like, you know, he like uh, he 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 gets a job at the like uh, fair trade organic commune owned supermarket yeah. that, that that Anna Paris runs, and 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 like and there there's a pull point near, near the end of the movie where they have to make it like a better supermarket, and so and so he starts running it like a dictatorship. And and it instantly becomes like a much more profitable and and successful store, yeah. and, and like. And, and there, there is a like service level reading about, which is, oh, he's, you know, he, he's endorsing dictatorships. And, and then the, 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 the actual thing is like, no, like the, the, this, this, this like works better under, under a dictatorship because that's how capitalism is set up. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it is like, we, we live in an economic system that, that like, like means people who are willing to be brutal and violent and and like disrespectful of the feelings and opinions of others like will rise to the fucking top yeah and, and, and it is very rare that an american movie gets that well and, and that is the the whole film is about that and like yeah. baron cohen's whole career it is about that. Like the problem with bruno isn't that it's wrong because he is making uh incredibly good points about homophobia and the abjection of flamboyant men. The problem is that he is doing it and not casting a gay man sure, or, yeah, or, yeah. or a gay person to do it. And uh, yeah, it, it goes for low hanging fruit, but as does this film, but this film goes for low hanging fruit, but also has a scene where Catherine Hahn, because that was a film made last decade. So Catherine Hahn had to be in it by law, um, uh, is giving birth. And so he of course has to go help. Uh, and, but he's so used to torturing people. He, he keeps accidentally harming her while guiding the baby out. Then he accidentally, he puts his phone inside her. <laughs> So you get shots in in interior womb continuous of a phone and then like a hilarious what is her, her, her vulva opening to see his face like like a keyhole to talk into there to talk to to Jason Manzukas and you're like yeah no this film is actually fucking crazy <laughs> and it is like and when it is doing that I'm just like like actually yeah like yeah like like great and cool and at the end you know he he delivers the baby and they're like yay it is oh i just wish it was funny and i wish it yeah. had like uh the, the bit i really bounce off apart from casting horatio sands but at the time you know the people didn't know that he liked to groom children um is that there there is a running joke uh, uh, about a uh, prostitution in uh, 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 about uh, uh, paying 
forcing people through money and in this film's case celebrities to perform sex acts where the jokes are always landing on how degrading that is for the people involved as opposed to how horrific it is to do it at all i think that's you know that's the bit i don't like but also it casts a deal actor who I have not seen give a bad performance in any film. So yeah. does that balance it out? Like the cast generally is great. Melamed, yeah. as we said, is here. Um, uh, ben Kingsley, Jason, a lot more Jason Manzukis than you think for 2012. Yeah, yeah no, um, I, 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 was, I was expecting very little Manzukis, but he is. He, he, he is he's like, the second lead. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 yeah. And like, yeah, it's got it's got Asif Manvi for 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 one scene, do, 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 doing like like sell, sell, selling a not great joke pretty well. Yeah, uh, uh, Fred Armisen, uh, John Glazer, like people who uh, do good work. Yeah, I, I was disappointed that Ben Kingsley didn't get more to do because Ben Kingsley is is like is such a good comedy actor, and yeah. he's given very few jokes in this. Well, he's given he's given no jokes essentially. Yeah, but he's like, just there to be the bad guy. He's there to be yeah. the plot. He is yeah. he's the plot. He is the antagonist. Um, and it, but yeah, like it, it, it this film does suck. But like, it's it, it sucks because it's not funny, not because it's wrong. And it yeah. seems like so much of the negative response to it is like, how dare they? And you want to be like. If you don't want people making films like this about your country, uh, maybe stop being like that country, you know? like <laughs> yeah. It's a real where is the lie situation, I guess. Uh, so, Finn, the dictator, is it the great dictator or the shite dictator? Uh yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to say it's shite, but it, it does it does some interesting things, and yeah. I, 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 I wish it was as good as its best parts are. Yeah, it, it's shite, but I like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's not funny enough, but that's the problem. Not anything else. You know. So, uh, would would would, uh, would oh, would, where on your would, list is it? Oh, uh, uh, on my list, it is at, uh, uh, it is at, uh, number 96. Uh, so it, it is, uh, it, uh, it is, uh, 10 places below the Great Dictator. Oh, uh, is, t- is 10 places below the General. And it is in between, uh, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, and the Pink Panther. I also have it at number 96, Finn. Uh, but for me, it is between Fortress and the Age of Dragons. <laughs> uh, that's Fortress, the uh, Christophe Lambert film, and yep. uh, Age of Dragons, uh, Mormon Moby Dick with Dragons film. Um, don't check them out. Oh, like I feel- you, you can, you can, you can check out Fortress. It's pretty yeah, fun. It's it's fine. Look, is it the best science fiction action movie where Kurt Woodsmith uh, is, is the bad guy and people get eviscerated with machine guns? No, it's number two. But it's it's still uh, pretty. So is it is it Robocop director's cut or just the r- normal cut that you're putting beneath it? Uh, I because those are I consider those 
distinct films. I'm 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 not sure I have seen the director's cut. And you call yourself a, a, a cop head. Nope. I've never called myself that. Yeah, no, you do. You 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 you've got that t shirt that says A Cab E R which is all, all cops are bastards except Robocop. And then underneath, it's just gotten. I, uh, I Finn Nicholas sincerely think that RoboCop is a good idea and character, and I like his behaviour and yeah, wish to please, emulate please, it in my own life. Please, please give money to Boston Dynamics. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it yeah. fun how quickly those robots went from quirky to terrifying? <laughs> but like, it is. It's also like. <laughs> Like, of all the things that are terrible about the horrific hellscape we, in, in which we all live, yeah, it is that everything that happens, you're like, oh, that's going to go bad. <laughs> and then it does. And you're just like, yep, great. And it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, we all get, we all got to chuckle at that video of that cleaning robot suiciding into a, a indoor pool in that office building but that is not worth the fact that they're going to be killing people in the streets very soon yep any who so Yufa, yeah which would, uh, would would you would you like to hear a five-star review of the dictator yeah okay so uh, this is a five-star review of The Dictator by, by Letterboxd user Ellen Pitt. Brad's brother, right? Uh, no, this, this, is a, this, this is a 1T Pitt. This, this is like a, 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 like a, like a hole in the ground. Oh, but that, but that is, but didn't Brad add the extra T because there was already a, a Brad Pitt with 1T? Uh, in the Screen Actors Guild, who he largely uh, played Wells. Like his his biggest gig was he played the Well in the American Ring remake. Is that Finn? Uh, let's just take a moment. We've yeah, talked yeah, a lot yeah. about comedy this week. That I just did an exquisite joke uh, uh, about film, and you you d- not even a smile crossed your face. No, I'm trying to read this review. <laughs> This film is now at Hollywood Cinema, and I feel it is my duty just to say this film has very much got adult themes throughout, so maybe not for the younger members of your family. So with that being said, this film is hilarious, outrageous, and funny. The storyline itself holds well together. To be honest, out of the three well-known Sasha Baron Cohen characters, this one is by far the best. Because Admiral General Aladdin has more substance and hidden meaning, so if... Uh... <laughs> Oh, okay. I just cannot wait to hear how they back up this statement. Has, has more substance and hidden meaning. So if it was, and I stress if, there was to be a sequel, it could easily be done if Sasha wanted to. As I'm talking about Sasha, a little bit of me is wondering if he can do a film of homage to the legendary Monty Python franchise. I, I just think with his outlook on comedy and the, and the bizarreness of Monty Pythons, it would make an interesting outcome. But I digress. Sir Ben Kingsley, CBE as Tamir, has a very important role to play in the film. He keeps everything nice and consistent. For example, we have we have Sasha doing comedy and Sir Ben Kingsley, CBE. After, uh, 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 
after a giggle, just bringing things back to the storyline. So he gives this film fluency throughout. These two actors are a great pairing. So would I recommend this film? Yes. Has potential to be my favourite comedy film of 2012. And the tags are comedy, cultural, politics, and adventure. Okay. I wish I... Like, I wish I enjoyed, like, if I enjoyed The Dictator as much as that person, I wish I could enjoy, I wish I was that engrossed in the plot or enjoyed the jokes or saw depth in this character, which is literally just Sasha Baron Cohen either in or out of a fake beard (laughs) being like, oh yeah, I I kill people. Uh, uh, other movies that Alan Pitt has uh, has tagged with cultural uh, yeah. uh, police academy mission to Moscow uh, the love yeah correct uh, uh, the love guru uh, the ridiculous I, I, six a good day to die hard uh, a Scott Adkins film called El Gringo uh, Machete kills uh, the counselor uh, the Phantom starring Billy Zane. Uh, uh, Pokemon the movie Black uh, Vis- Vis- uh, Victini and and Rishiram. Uh, uh all of the uh, uh, all of the Hunger Games films. I uh, mean, Rango. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leon the Professional and The Life of Pi. And that's it. That's the all the cultural no, films. No, no. There, there, there is about two hundred of them. I just, I just picked. I just picked some. There of them. is a like the thing is, I can't disagree <laughs> with that. It, it is very strange to be faced with something where I cannot find anything that is wrong. Because, like, yes, but also, <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, and also, uh, 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 and uh, and also, uh, uh, a movie called uh, Free Ninjas Knuckle Up," one of the Free Ninjas movies. Uh, I didn't know I there was more it, than one. Yeah, no. So, so this was the uh, okay. So, I, I believe this was the third uh, Free Ninjas movie, but it was released the same year as the second one. So, it's Free Ninjas. Mm-hmm. In in 1992, I mean in 1994, mm-hmm. it's Free Ninjas Kickback. I mean Free Ninjas Knuckle Up, and then 1998 was Free Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, which is the one with Hulk Hogan. Ah, oh, yeah, of course, Hogan as uh, a massive Hogan head as one of Hogan's heroes. <laughs> yeah, I I I cannot. I I I just assumed that Three Ninjas. Schmoobity Boo at Mega Mountain was the only uh, high, one. High, high Noon at Mega Mountain because yeah, high, high Noon because yeah. the movie takes place in real time. <laughs> I yeah, I hope so. Yeah, like, that would be good. We need more real time films. Okay, so would, would you like to guess uh, Alan Pitt's top four films? I yes, I do. Also, fear. What I will learn about them, though, but yeah, yes. Okay, uh, the first one is a sequel, which everyone agrees is better than the original. Evil Dead Two. No. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. 
the second film is one where uh, there is a lot of debate about whether or not the sequel is better. Evil Dead 2. No. Uh, Paddington 2. No. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. No. Nope. Uh, the Godfather Part 2. I uh, know it. Uh, well, yeah. hmm? Oh, The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the third film is one where uh, a, 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 a French actor is playing Scottish and a Scottish actor is playing Spanish. Oh, uh, uh, a tale as old as time, a song as old as Rhyme, Beauty and the Beast? No. Uh, okay, get, so a French actor is playing Spanish? No, it's, it's a, a, a French actor is playing Scottish, uh, and a Scottish yeah. actor is playing Spanish. Uh, have I seen it? Uh, no, you, you, you do not have it logged on Letterboxd. Ah, uh, okay. So is, is the Scots actor Ewan McGregor? No. Oh, there, but there are no other Scottish actors. Yeah. Um, uh, that, he's the one. Oh, him and Capaldi. Um, yeah, so and- this, this, is a, this is a Scottish actor who uh, uh, hates doing accents. Oh, uh, so is it The Rock? Uh, no, but you, 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 yeah, you, yeah, it you, is. You, you, you're the right guy. It's Connery. Yeah. Hunt for the Red October. Uh, no, he, he, he's, 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 he's Russian in that movie. I have this to movie tell where you, he's playing Spanish. What? I, I don't think I know any other Sean Connery films. Uh, no, wait. What decade did this come out in? Uh, this came out in the in the nineteen eighties. It was the beginning of a franchise genre. Uh, uh like a fantasy action. It's obvious, right? I I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, the the lead character's name is Connor McLeod. Oh, Highlander. Yes, yes. of course. A oh, fuck obvious. I just forget Connery is in that. Mm. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, I yeah, I've not <laughs> seen any. Uh, apparently, John Polito was also in it. Yeah, I've not seen I any see. Highlanders. No, um, uh, neither. But, but there's there's a there's a remake coming out directed by Chad Stahelski. That'll probably be pretty good. Mm, no, I don't <sighs> believe that because Wick directors outside of Wick have done nothing but disappoint <laughs> me, with the exception of uh, John un- unacknowledged John Wick spinoff Atomic Blonde. Um, uh, 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 I love you, Chad, but just. Just make a John Wick film every two years, and oh. then just keep going to different places. Oh well, yeah, he's, he's got a look. There, 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 are two, there are two more John Wick films coming out. Yeah, but there should be twenty. We should oh, have, there, you there, know, there the last one is uh, uh, full of dudes. This is just this is a this is a dude heavy movie. Uh, like good dudes or bad dudes, or a mixture. Uh, is it what's better than this? Just guys being dudes. Um, is it okay? Like, is it from the nineties? It is. Is it is Clooney one of the dudes? No. Uh, okay. Uh, is it is it a Tarantino? No. Ah, uh, is it like a Tarantino alike? Nope. Is it a, so? Is it comedy? Uh. I, I, I think there, there, there are there are probably jokes in it, but no, it, it is a it is a drama mostly. 
bad, like, just a the, bunch the, of guys. This, this is this is like this is full of just like the heaviest hitters from like the like from 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 the like fifties to the proof from the like fifties to the eighties. Ah, uh, is it Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? No. Like. I was talking about the guy who directed uh, Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Red. <laughs> yeah, but but like Mamet, like you understand, like as much as the plot of that film isn't great, it like when you watch it, you're like, oh no, okay, I understand why. Then we had ten years of every dramatic film trying to sound like it was written by David Mamet. Like, yeah, yeah, Finn, yeah. Where can people find you online? Uh, who gives a shit? You can find a show on Twitter at ShitesoundPod or you can email us at ShitesoundPod at gmail.com. Why not check out our website? It's at ShitesoundSound.com. And if you like what I do, I'm on all the social media platforms as at YouthaLives and you can sign up for my newsletter at bit.ly slash YouthaLives. I have two other podcasts. One is an eerie audio drama anthology called The Witching Hours, and the other is a relationship podcast called The Slow Path, where me and my partner watch Doctor Who until we die. Finn, what yes. are we watching next week? Next week we are watching Vittorio De Sica's Bicycle Thieves, one of uh, the best movies ever made, and uh, with that we are watching an, uh, a movie with a uh, Almost the exact same name. Uh, we're watching BMX Bandits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 d- d- directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith, the guy who made Dead End Drive-In. And I believe the big screen debut of uh, Nicole Adultman's previous self, Nick- Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yep. Let's, 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 let's look at some of the movies that, that Brian Trenchard-Smith directed. BMX Bandits, Dead End Driving, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun in Space, Night of the Demons 2, uh, Drive Hard, starring um, uh, Thomas Jane and uh, uh, John Cusack. Um, yeah, no, Bicycle Thieves, BMX Bandit, I think that will be good fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I have seen Bicycle Thieves, but long enough ago that basically I haven't. <laughs> like, I could not, like... I couldn't tell you anything about it. I know that Finn likes it, which yeah. probably means that it is uh, a Japanese film <laughs> full of reminders that, that uh, capitalism is bad and that we are but flesh, right? Like, that's what I should look forward to, right? Uh, it, it does have uh, maybe the single most uh, uh, gut-wrenching ending I've ever seen in a movie. I don't know. I oh, do th- Also, you, 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 you've got like... Uh, You've, you've got a lot of emotions tied up in your relationship with your father, right? I don't know what would give you that impression uh, about th- me. Th- 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 this, this, this one. This is a movie about a, about a, about a small boy realizing that his father is, uh, uh, in, uh, is, is human and imperfect and, that, uh, and, 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 and the father making a mistake which will uh, uh, likely uh, impact their, their relationship for, for, for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah, that that's definitely not a set of feelings that 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 I have any relationship with because I think, especially in the the year of our Lord, uh, with an E on the end, um, hey, 
anyone who's released two good albums can't be bad um uh, uh, uh 2021 i think it's really time we should all acknowledge the truth about fathers which is that they're great and, and that being a son raised by a father is an unalloyed good and hasn't led to a modern syndrome called gender grief which is when men find out they are going to have a son and realize how untenable it is to be male uh, in a world defined by their fathers I think we should really embrace that it's great that man dudes they rock yeah uh, see you next time I guess father <laughs> uh, Mo- movies are good <laughs> Even- father <laughs> Even bad ones. Go watch them. who directed The Dictator and I got Larry Charles and Larry Clark confused <laughs> uh, I it's mean it's weird yeah. from kids it's weird that from kids to this uh it but not that weird you know it's not yeah, yeah is it a leap yes <laughs> but it, it no it's a hop